Mac and the Professor on Good afternoon. Welcome to Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 1079. It's uh, Tell Us Your Medical Issues Wednesday here on the show. It's going to be like the scene in Jaws where they're all sitting around yeah. <laughs> sharing their different you know, uh, injuries they've suffered yes. and their pains they've suffered. I thought, I, th- shark. I thought this was only an hour-long show. No, we <laughs> <laughs> oh no! You don't even know. It's endless. It's We've just got endless. Plenty of supply of aches and pains. Yeah. Show me the way to go home. Oh, um, see, I didn't what? know you were going to inflict more pain well, by singing. That's the, he, he is on Dayquil. Wow, I am on Dayquil. I'm on Dayquil, and I've got another round ready. That's where we Why are right you now. Just take the Claritin D, like I said. Because I didn't have any, but you I know, had I've this been stuff. to the doctor. I know medicine. Really? Yeah. I told you, go get You've some You've been to the day. doctor. You know medicine. Yes. The hell does that mean? You're going to do an appendectomy on Josh Richard? If I had to, I could. Wow. If it if it comes to that, i got a pocket knife right now. Whoa. I've got a good doctor. I'm good. Yeah. Right, Josh Richard's the voice you're hearing, the uh, sports editor of the Texarkana Gazette, making his... Uh, bi-weekly. Yeah, bi-weekly uh, appearance. All season long. All season long. All season wow. long. Wow. How cool is that? <laughs> you getting paid for this? Absolutely not. Really? I'm doing this on my time. Wow. Well, we appreciate that. Then yeah. even more so. We'd be nicer to Josh now that he's <laughs> hooking us up with some volunteer labor. So our, our it's not it's not a Texarkana thing, but the big announcement today made its way to ESPN. What's that? From the Longview area. See, you're making a bigger deal out I'm of it. I'm not making a bigger. No, I'm making no, a bigger deal out of it because. Wait, I'm making a bigger deal out of it because. Another one of these East Texas kids, we saw the other day, Tyler Legacy's Jordan Renaud yes. going to Alabama. Today, Jalen Hale made the announcement, going to Alabama. Yeah. Have you noticed the last about decade and a half, <laughs> that's been a steady road to Alabama. If you want to play in the NFL, that seems to be the uh, best way to get there. Would well, you agree, Josh? It's oh, all yeah. about the NFL. Absolutely. But um, – Actually, in the press box Friday night, I was sitting next to the Tyler Newspapers yeah. uh, sports writer, and he asked the uh, the young man's father, who's a coach there at Legacy, you know, when he was going to make the announcement right. and whatnot, and, and tried to get a little bit of information out of him. <laughs> Could not get any. He was he was sealed up tighter than a ship. But well, you know, they got uh, a back that went from last year. Yes. Who's at Alabama? This kid made a trip in the spring, yeah. and apparently, they liked the frame. They liked the potential of six four, about two fifty. And yeah, I mean, he looked good. Yeah, he looked good on the field the other you night. It's funny. He looked very good. We saw him last year against Long. Looked great. He was a problem on a. But then this year, how many times did you call his name? Once, twice, maybe. Well, and I don't know if they're double, triple teaming him, but he just didn't show up. And then he got frustrated and got a 15-yard penalty yeah. for well, acting I, I know the first half there was another defensive lineman um, who was sitting because he had gotten ejected. During that Longview game. Yes, yeah. Longview. Oh, game. yeah. And so this kid was basically doing it all himself against Texas High. In the second half, he was a little more there 
but uh you know it that's it just kind of was what it was but yeah. uh, he you could tell oh he looked that, the part that, last year we saw him that's why i was disappointed this year he didn't look the part right. he's got the frame yeah well, there's not a whole lot around him playing defense you know i mean yeah. what there's only one kid that i ever remember that could really just do it by himself and that was dalen mack you know, I mean, if you ever saw him play, yeah, he saw level, yeah. and, and I mean, he, he could water, do it by yeah. himself. Other than that, I've never seen a kid play defense and just be able. Is to he do out of the league now? Yeah. For those who don't know, if you never seen Dalen Mack play, think Aaron Donald before Aaron Donald. Well, thank exactly. You. He was off the snap of the and, ball as soon as that ball even remotely started yes. moving. He was across the line. Remember when they played so your running back? Yeah. You know, yes. Yeah. yeah. They'd give him the ball. Short yardage situations because yeah. he was so tough to bring down. You know, yeah. I mean, he was just he was a man among boys. You know, he was the cut. I remember Brian Till once asked me. He was like, "How do you tell a Division One athlete from <laughs> Division Two or you know kids that aren't going to, you know?" And uh, the first time me and Brian went and covered a game together, and it was the Pleasant Grove second state championship you know game yeah. and jordan whittington yeah and it was I, pretty yeah, easy to figure out which I one said, was brian there's your division one athlete right <laughs> yeah. there you know i said that is it right yeah. there and and so i told him i said when you see a kid that looks like he's a man playing among boys that's your division one athlete and yeah. dalen mack was you know i mean he looked like he was an nfl player yeah. playing among boys in the high school basil level. shabazz was the first one for me oh yeah Yes. You saw him going, yep, yeah, that's a kid. Now, he, granted, he didn't, right? but that's a kid on the field. He was a man, and there were a bunch of boys chasing Antonio after. Graves. Antonio was Graves. Antonio Graves wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean. No, wasn't bad. Yeah. Anywho, it's good to see you again. Y'all y'all as well? Now, now uh, where are you this week? You, uh, back in the, you back in the state, in the, uh, in the paper, te- or are you going to be? Texas High. You're going to be at Texas High. Hallsville. Homecoming. 20-year celebration of the state championship Tigers. That's cool. And district opener. Hallsville Bobcats coming in. 3-1 and one Hallsville Bobcats. Are you three believing? And one. You buying Hallsville? Uh, not against the Texas High Tigers, I'm not. But, they, you know, they played them really tight last year. They, re- they played them tough. Yeah. And so, you know, and there's so many distractions with homecoming. Yeah. Uh, Stanford, Jerry Stanford, Coach Stanford has always done a great job of keeping his kids focused during homecoming week, but that's always a concern. That's always a concern with homecoming week. I think we saw a little bit of that last week with Liberty Ilo, with Atlanta coming in. Of course, Atlanta always – that's a rivalry game. Atlanta always plays them tough. True. You know, and and I think we saw a little bit of that. So you always worry about, you know, are those kids going to be distracted you do not want to drop that district opener to a team like Hallsville. I don't care if they're three and one or not. Well, I'm not buying. I'm not buying Hallsville yet. Yeah. Um, you know, we saw Marshall. Wasn't terribly impressed, but I'm thinking it's more a product of what they were up against with Longview than it was, and maybe Carthage. Oh, than yeah. it was against you know the other teams that they're two and zero against. White House is unbeaten. Yeah. Now I don't know if I'm buying that one yet. I'm not buying White House. See, I, if I'm the Tigers. I'm looking at that four and zero, going. Oh, wait a second now, are you, they legit? Yeah, they hadn't played any team. That's what I thought. Any team compared to any of the teams that Texas High has played. Yeah. How the uh, how the quarterback situation looked last week? Potter looked pretty good. Did he? Yeah, I mean he he looked pretty good. He threw an interception, uh, still threw a couple of touchdowns. Okay. Um, 
I think his numbers ended up being um, 14 of 23, something like that. Respectable numbers. First start. Absolutely. Take that. More importantly, got a W. Yeah, and and they really put the game away in the first half. Wasn't a very good legacy team. Wasn't a very good legacy team. Maybe the worst... They ran the ball. Worst. They probably ran the ball. You know, I've seen some bad when they were Tyler Worse Lee back in the day. Worse than they, that. Back in the day in the East Texas district, Tyler Lee was the stepchild of the district. Yeah, yeah. But uh. but let me say this: I'm I'm kind of intrigued. Obviously, those kids aren't at Tyler Lee, which White House is the next district over, which makes you wonder if they've had some exodus down to White House, Hallsville. I had this conversation with one of the tech psychiatrists this week. John King just managed to keep everybody at Longview High. We're not seeing the schools no, outside Longview. No, they're not pulling away from Longview. There's no Pleasant Grove in Longview. No. And, and so I just wonder if White House is benefiting from a down legacy and maybe they pulled in two or three kids or whatever because that, that'll happen. You'll look up and all of a sudden you'll have two or three starters playing next door. Yeah, Hallsville's probably more apt to pull kids from Tatum than they are from Longview High School. I mean, you, you know, I mean, yeah. it's it's about the same distance, yeah. but they're probably more apt to pull kids from Tatum than they are from. That's, and, and Tatum's, a, Tatum's probably maybe pulling some kids from Hallsville. And, and Tatum was a little shaky for a couple of years. That's why they went out and hired Whitney. And yeah. So, oh uh, yeah. Uh, we'll see how that has. But you know, Hallsville's got the facilities. They've got the helicopter parents that are into it. You're just curious why that's never taken up. David Plunk's back at Hallsville, who was 0 10 at Atlanta last year. Yeah. You know, and now he's got them 3 1. You know, and and there's a head scratcher. Right? I mean, I just can't figure First of all, how do you get hired for that job after 0 10? Well, because he had so much history. Well, I'm going to say Plunk's been around forever. Yes. And yes, he's had success. But you're still 0-10 in a place like Atlanta. Let me just say Hallsville's right. success. Well, that's true, too. <laughs> success is not. But he's 3-1 and one now. Yeah. Couldn't get a win in Atlanta. He's got three and four weeks in Hallsville. Well, people in Hallsville don't care about Atlanta. <laughs> and people, people in Atlanta don't care about <laughs> Coach Plunk. <laughs> no, they, they really don't. And people in Hallsville typically don't care about football. Right. That's We'll see. We'll see what happens Friday night. I can't imagine that they're going to be competitive with the Tigers. But is this a team good enough to it was 30, join Marshall, it was, join White it House? Thirty-seven twenty-four last year. That's pretty close. Can, I mean, and all Texas, things considered, and Texas, and Texas High scored late. Yeah, it was a tight ball so, game. See, last you're giving year. me that, that juju of like, okay, watch <laughs> out now. Here comes the upset special, and yeah. I'm not, I'm not buying it. Uh, I'm not, not buy, buying I'm not it. buying it either. You're trying to convince just, me to tune I'm just in. Telling though. you, yeah, it's. I, I think it'll be an exciting ball game. What? And I, I think, think they're going to hang forty on. I think oh, I the too. stand will be packed. It's it's well, it homecoming. Ought to be. It's homecoming. Yeah, it's they, only going to be about ninety five. It ought to be just filled oh, up. Oh man! Yeah, you can lay out. I saw triple digits on the thermostat today outside. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Okay. Where is our football weather? Every okay. year, my wife hates me in September because I hate the weather here in September. Yeah. And I complain about. It. I almost said something. I almost com- I, I complain about it for thirty days. When September gets here, because I hate the weather in September. Yes. I'm with you. Where's the leave changing? Where's football weather? School's back in. It should be 
50 something at night. Yes. Not 72 at night. Right. Can't do it. Hate it. I'd like 30 eight, years. I'd like it. 84 during the day, 55 at night. I'll take Her, that. I'll take that. It's you a know. little warm for me, but I'll take it. It's 100 outside. I know. <laughs> I know. Which is really bad for kids playing football. Just give yeah. me another week in the swimming pool. Jeez, I don't even <laughs> know to talk to you. Why is he here? I don't know. I asked myself <laughs> that all the time. If you were coming, if you'd have told me you were coming, I'd be in the pool right now. I ask myself that all the time. Why is he here again? Now, the kids are suffering this week. Yes. You know, they got, I think the Texas High kids that we know have study hall this week. They're making sure all grades are good into the six weeks. And, they weren't complaining about not being out practicing today. Normally, no. it's like, I don't want to be in the classroom today. Yeah, I'm okay being in the classroom today. Absolutely. So Absolutely. You know it's bad when the kids don't want to go play football. Right. Anyway, Josh Richards with us. We're going to take a break 13 minutes after you've alluded to Liberty Isle of Atlanta. We'll come back and talk about that when we return. It is uh, the Wednesday version of Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor here on The Fan 107.9. Okay, welcome back. 17 after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Uh, I apologize for sounding like froggy today. Got no one's the, old uh, enough to get that. Yeah. That's an old um, reference. It is an old reference. No one saw our gang, Chuck. You were the last person to see them. Well, then it makes perfect sense to me. All right. I sound like this because of the, uh, I don't know why, Longview Piney Woods Pollen? Lufkin. Uh, Lufkin, rather. I don't even know what, what it is. All I know is... I sound like this. I can't even hardly talk without coughing. And Friday night's going to be Tony Kirk calling uh, play-by-play. I'm telling you, it's going to be exciting. I know, right? Some fun stuff when I call play-by-play. Big game Friday night. Atlanta Liberty Allo had a big game last Friday night. Josh Richards in studio with us, the sports editor for the Texarkana Gazette. And uh, we sat here a week ago and talked about, am I buying and who's oh, – maybe you weren't in here. We He was. We were talking about who do we think this is more important well, we for. We talked about it two weeks ago, yeah. whether we were buying yeah. or not. Yes. Yeah. And I thought more important for Liberty Island for Atlanta. Right. Would, well, we, we, I mean, we saw it now. At this point, Liberty Island is the last unbeaten team in the city. Really? One of the last unbeaten teams in the area. Got a little swag with that. A little bit. You know, 2010 is the last time LE was 4 0. And what's Sulphur got? Sulphur Springs got anything this year? Uh, Sulphur Springs is. is pretty decent now they've dropped down they're big they were they were five they were 5a d2 they were in texas highs district they dropped down to 4a d1 now so they're in there with paris and and that group are they expected to win that district i don't know that they're going to win the district they're expected to compete for a playoff they're they're going to be a playoff team in that district they're they're going to be pretty good this this should be a really good test for LE going into the open week right before they start district play. See, I, I see this is a trap for LE now. You know, I don't. I think that LE's going into it with eyes wide open. They know what's on the line for them. Okay. You know. I think they lose. And I don't mean a hater about it. I just think this is a game that's trouble for them. I, I think Awful it, emotional last week with Atlanta. That was a very emotional game. Homecoming. Yep. Atlanta coming in. Yep. 
They could have easily just lost that game as yep. easily as they won it. Not saying that it was easy. No. Nope. You know, no, but no, no. there were some things that went their way that could have just as easily gone against them. You know, I mean, a lot of people said that one sack knocks Atlanta out of, you know, field goal range. Right. I said, you don't get that sack, and Atlanta wins the game. 16 You know. And so, uh, I mean, there was just a number of things that did go Liberty Ilo's way. Sure. Do you make your own luck? You know, does the ball bounce your way? I mean, you you can argue it any way, you know, that you want to. Atlantis or Liberty Ilo's 4-0. That's, I'll, that's I'll, the I'll argue this. I think it would be beneficial for them to have a little setback as they head in the district. I do uh, not disagree. I, I just, you know, I have 16 year old kids. With who is in that district? Yep. Sometimes taking a loss and refocusing. Rather, rather than being undefeated, yep. sometimes, you know, will relight that fire. I agree. So I don't uh, want them to lose. I hope they win. Well, I, I, I can just you, see this being a game, though, that may be trouble for them. I've talked to some Texas High coaches, and, you know, that season opener. <laughs> That they that Texas I could have easily won. Yep. Had a few things gone their way, they said that may have been the best thing for us to lose Amen. that game. Got these kids' attention, and they said we have been playing so well and getting better every day, not just every week, right. but every day since that game. You know, so here's, sometimes that's what it takes. Here's the flip side, though. Ellie being five and zero means that place will pack out. Yes. And the support's over the top. Well, Liberty Allo travels well. Uh, well, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes they do. 4 0 Liberty Allo travels 4 well. <laughs> travels real well. Yes. That's the point. I think if they're in at 5 and 0, and all of a sudden doubters out there like me over at the Liberty Allo community now show up at the stadium thinking there's something special going on, yes. and you get a little more noise and a little more momentum, a little home you know, field advantage going on well here's the thing i believe if i check the schedule correctly i think ellie opened gilmer i believe you're right two weeks from this friday spring hill well i thought it was gilmer too but yeah i guess it is spring hill okay spring hill either way here then it's pg that opens up with gilmer in two weeks exactly okay it was one of those two yeah that's the dance party you want to be at yeah here's what i get from chop about la (laughs) They're still not playing completely clean football. They're still shooting themselves in the foot a lot. They're making unnecessary penalties. They're putting themselves behind the chains to start drives and things. Now, the good news is because they've spread it out this year, they got the capability to overcome that. Where in the past, when they were basically a tailback, we're going to run it down your throat. It's right. a little more difficult. Absolutely. But that said, I think they still have some things they can clean up. And that's got to be their goal at this point. For them to be able to compete with the Gilmers and PGs, they got to be able to play clean football. And they can't be putting themselves yeah. uh, in deficits on first down and things like that. And so, and, and I still think they're learning how to win. Yes. It hadn't been but a couple of years since they couldn't win a ball game. And so, for them, I think if they can squeeze out, because they're squeezing out wins, they're not dominating nope. anybody. You're right. They're 4 0, but to me, that's a team that's learning how to win. They're figuring out every week another way to win a ball right. game. And I just think if you can continue to do that, then you get one of these teams that Gilmer or PG that's going to be heavy favorites, then you got a chance if you think, hey, we, have, we know how to win. Right. Absolutely. And then I think you got a chance to pull See, off an upset. You're selling me on 
six and zero going into Gilmer Liberty Island. Yeah, I think I think that's why it's important they keep winning because I think in their mind they got to keep thinking we're learning how to win ball games and put us in any circumstance and we can figure out a way to win the ball game. So we talked about Liberty Island. Let's flip to the north side of town and talk right. about Pleasant Grove. Okay, they're playing some good football right now. It's like the game in Louisiana flipped on the light switch. Well, and everything in that game from the weather to the field to who they were matched up matched up against everything in that game was put the odds against yeah. pleasant Grove. went against them no question you know a school three and a half times their enrollment size coach that coached with uh coach gibson their first year coaching you know a guy who's been in this system and been running that system ever since he got there, yeah. played in that system, you know, I mean, and then the weather just, I mean. They, they had they so were, many drop passes that night. Well, it because the ball was yeah, it's just a, soaked. It's a heavy the gloves ball. were soaked. But, and, you know, when you're playing a team up in size, you need a near-perfect game to beat them anyway. Absolutely. So that night, I've been told by a variety of people, they just they went didn't into take the Frisco advantage Memorial, of the opportunities. They went into the Frisco Memorial game wanting to do the same thing they did against Bird, only it was a dry night. Yeah. They were playing on turf. Yeah. And they put up 63 points. You know. And they threw the ball a dozen times. Oh, yeah. Which were – you know, that's not the norm. We've seen them come playoff time, throw the ball more and all. But I think they're looking to throw the ball more right. this year than they have in the past. Yeah. they uh, Well, they, and, and they're seeing throwing the ball is up the sure, run. I mean, they're sure. averaging 9.9. You know, when they throw the ball 16 times, they're averaging over 9.5 yards a carry because that's opening up the running game for them. But that quarterback is so dynamic that oh, absolutely. He, when he takes off and runs, it helps those running stats <laughs> you too. Know, uh, and they've just got so many weapons. And we I, talked about this. They've got so many yeah. weapons that, that, you know, I mean, this is really the year of the offenses. I mean, you look at the Texas side teams, This is there's so many yeah. dynamic players on offense that, that it's just – and and not the teams aren't playing good defense, but this is definitely the years of the offense. Yeah, it's getting overshadowed. The yeah. offense are so good. Yeah. Two weeks they get Gilmer. I mean it's what, number two and number four in the state? Yes. They can hold their spots for this week. They gotta buy next week. Yes. That's is that the matchup in the state in two weeks? Absolutely. Has to be. I mean I would think it's pretty you know, big I mean, time. Uh, who else? You know, we did talk about this a couple weeks ago about Carthage. Carthage yeah. is not in a separate region. No, no, they're, they're in their right. region. They're, they're the, same the same region. Here's the thing about it, and and I was talking with the Tyler newspaper guy. Whoever wins the district draws Carthage in the third round. Yeah, the district runner-up won't get them until the regional finals. Right, if they make it that far. Right. Does it alter do your thinking do, any? Do you want to win that game? You want to win district championship. I, I I argue district championships are still important. I don't know if everybody agrees with that, but I still think you want to hang the district banner. Well, I mean, I I don't disagree with you. I got to play them at some point in time. You do. Yeah, man. I, Here's the I, thing about it: Would I rather catch Carthage in week thirteen or week fifteen? Well, I'd rather catch them in fifteen. 
Uh, I think I'd rather catch him uh, in week 13. I'd rather be playing in week 15. Well, but <laughs> I catch him in 13. I may not be playing in 14. Carthage has got two more weeks of practice. Well, so do I. Well, I understand that. but No, I want him in 15. Uh, I'd rather catch him so as early. where do you early. play that game? Do you go to Longview? Uh, Lobo. Mm, yeah, Lobo. probably. PG's played Carthage before, yeah. and they, they played it at Lobo. Yeah, yeah, I know. We've Chuck tried to kill me on the way down there. So. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, either way, I, I just think PG, as much as you hate not to have a quality backup quarterback, once the second quarterback left the team and it became a Cars team, I think it's changed the dynamic of the offense. Right. Now there's everybody knows he's the guy. They're fully installing the whole offense Absolutely. around him, and so. But then again, you just keep your fingers crossed because yep. we know what happened a year ago. But, you know, every one of these schools is at that spot. I mean, Texas High's got Potter playing, yeah. losing Cody Reese. Yeah. You, you yeah, hope you your backup's, You hope your backup's able to step in and do what your yeah. starter's been able to do. Last year for Liberty, I mean, for PG, they did. Last year, the halter kid came in and did play that way. This year, it's a little different dynamic now. Yeah. But you hope your number two can do it. Absolutely. You hope you got a Cooper Rush sitting there. Well, I mean, really? because you don't always have that. Really? You don't Cooper have that rush. Cooper Rush. <laughs> Cooper Rush. I'm really worried about that medicine you're on. I know, me too. <laughs> 29 after 5. We'll take a break. Josh Richardson here with us. We're talking high school football. We got uh, the other side of the uh, town. They had a bye last week. We'll visit about Arkansas High. School's got to ask about because there's some weird stuff going on. We'll take a break. We'll come right back. Leave in the right. yard. West said pornography destroyed his family. His former wife, Kim, appeared in Playboy, and he said he won't let pornography destroy his daughters. He said he must deal with the addiction Instagram promotes. Jesus warned us about the power of lust to destroy lives and families. Once you're hooked on porn, the devil is in control of your life. I think we need to take Kanye's advice and protect ourselves and our families from porn. I'm Pastor John Miller. Visit me at churchontherock.org. Welcome back. 26 minutes till 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 107. Now we got a few more minutes with Josh Richard. The, uh, with who? Josh Richard. <laughs> I hate having this. So one of our one of our listeners says ragweed, huh? Yeah. She didn't say what to fix it with. She just said you got the ragweed. I'm not doubting it. I'm, I'm going to be looking it up. What's the best thing for ragweed? Which Probably Roundup. <laughs> Really? <laughs> NyQuil chicken, is that it? Yeah, yeah that's what it is. Go grab you some elderberry juice. Just Elderberry juice? Yeah. Where do you find elderberry juice? At the granary store over there. On oh, they're closed already, I'm sure. And then go get you some gummies. I got them at Walmart. Gummies? Yeah, elderberry gummies. Oh, I thought you were about the other kind. As I said, we got a sponsor down the road who's got gummies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Won't matter how you feel it. <laughs> You'll feel it. Uh, whatever. You guys are troublemakers. Arkansas High gets uh, Mark King and Magnolia this week. Yep. 3-0 and Panthers. Yep. And they're pretty decent. They're beating up 
Yeah. Three and zero, four and zero. Three and zero. Three and zero. Yeah. 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 They're beating up folks legitimately. Yeah, they beat Win last yeah. week because they took their open week. Uh, the I think the week before, they beat Win twenty one seven. Win's a pretty quality team. Yeah, they were ranked like number two in their yes. division in Arkansas. And yeah, expected so, to win that ball game. Got the Razorbacks in the playoffs a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Win did. All right, so uh, Trey Outlaws had a bye week. Yes, chance to. Uh, and I hadn't talked to him this week. I, t- you know, um, but he said that a lot of the things that needed to be addressed he said that's exactly what they were going to be doing that's you know um he said it was as much things that they could control right you know especially attitude on the field sure attitude on the sidelines you know and uh, he didn't delve into it but it sounded like there was going to be some fires lit well you know you you got to put your stamp on a program absolutely that's just it did you have him in here this morning? Yeah, I had him in here this morning. Okay. He's, he, he knows what he's got on his hands. He, he's got a young team against a really good team this week. Oh, take some lumps this year. Yeah. yeah, he knows what he's got. He went and watched the win game, and uh, they were better than he thought they were. He yeah. said, you know, he expected win to come in there. Win coach is his former high school coach. And so oh, yeah. He, uh, he expected to see win handle up on him, and he said, Magnolia's better than I thought they were. Yeah. He said it's going to be a tough ball game. You know they, and this is the thing about it is that they have played a lot of tough ball games this yeah. year. They really have. I mean, um, you know they they just manhandled and just dominated Dollarway, and uh, you know outside of that, you look at who they've played, and the, you know the teams that they've played would give a lot of teams problems. Yeah. I mean Watson Chapel is obviously. A lot better than what people thought they would be. Yep. Uh, Arkadelphia, you know, number one in the state, number one in the state in 4A for a reason. Uh, they're going to – no, I think they're hosting Nashville this week. And, you know, uh, that's, that's a luck. tough yep. 7-4-A opener. Are, are they making their way back? Or are they? I think they're going to make their way back to the playoffs. You know, after missing <laughs> the playoffs for the first time in – what three decades last year they were so good for so long oh yeah but uh consistently good and but they're you know i mean they're gonna have their hands full with arkadelphia this week so anybody else in arkansas really impressing you right now go ahead and say it Ash down Ash Panthers. Down. I mean, you you That's know what I you mean? said two weeks ago. Yeah. That's what you said four weeks ago. Yeah, I mean the Ash down Panthers. I, they, I'm buying. If anybody's not buying, then there's something wrong with you. I mean, yes, Arkadelphia is in that conference. I think that they're going to play Arkadelphia tough. I mean, I'm looking forward to that game. Well, they got Nashville and Arkadelphia back to back. Yes. So we'll know just how good they are. They got Malvern, I think, in two weeks. Yeah. So they they do get. Arkadelphia at home. Yeah, well, you know, I don't know if that's going to help or hinder, but they do get Arkadelphia and Ashdown. You know, if you're regional, you're looking for games you want to go see. There's your game you want to go see. Absolutely, I think that's going to be. Uh, if Dick Hayes Stadium is not stand, you know, standing yeah. crowd, uh, I, I, yeah. it will. There's be. something wrong. It will be. It should be. It, I, it really should be. Anybody that cares about it's going to be in that neighborhood. No Absolutely. question. Yeah. Hey, why don't we get you in here before you get out of here? I think the Arkansas A&M game is just a huge game this weekend mm-hmm. for Sam Pittman and, and for the Arkansas program. Yes. What, what do you think about that ball? You game? know, I, I think – honestly, I think Arkansas was looking forward to this one. Maybe. This past weekend. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, 
and and they're lucky that they came back and pulled out that win because it was not a pretty win. I think that they're really looking forward to the A&M game, and I think that they're going to pick up that win. Uh, I think it'll be a very good game. Over, I think it's always fun to watch a game over at Jerry's World. Um, you know, I think the fans will, does, will be there. Does it change the perception of the Razorbacks in the SEC if they go in there and handle up on A and M this weekend? I think so. I mean, I, I think I think it has to. You know, I mean, anybody that says otherwise, I mean, you look and see. Especially they go in there and just dominate. You know, I mean, if they squeak by, no. You know, if they just barely pull out an L-binder, no. That game is always so competitive. It, right. It Even though it hadn't gone Arkansas's way many times, they've been competitive right. down through the years. But if, if they go in there and they and they win it by three touchdowns or more, then how is the SEC not saying Arkansas is for real? You know, then especially they turn this around year. and play Bama. That's the tough well, thing. Uh, you know, I mean, the problem is, is that Bama, you know, nearly got their bell rung by – the Longhorns in Austin, and that woke them up. So you, yeah, no. that day you said, he's texted me during that game and says, yeah. Arkansas can beat Alabama. Yeah. You stick by yeah. that? Oh, so, I, I really I really believe that. Now, I don't know they'll beat A&M this week, but, really? but I, think they, I think they have a chance to beat Alabama in two weeks. Yeah. And I think that you're saying, well, last week's hangover was looking ahead to A&M. Well, Alabama's sitting there for the next week. Yeah, everybody's going to be watching that thing. I I don't know how I feel about that because you're right. The Aggie games are always so competitive, and a mistake here, a play here. They, you're right. They got lucky last week. Missouri State ran out of bodies, right. and just ran out of time. It was it, if that game would have been three quarters long, yes. Arkansas loses. Yeah, but they got big played, and they and they end up winning. I'm more worried about A and M than I am Alabama if I'm Arkansas because I think Alabama, they're going to be everybody's going to be out of their minds. I don't know about A&M. I, I don't think that they have two hiccups back-to-back weeks. Okay. But, you know, did a and Sam Pittman did, two, and his staff are too good of coaches to to allow that to happen back-to-back weeks. A&M did not have a great win against Miami. No. That was an ugly football yeah. game. Yeah. I, I don't know that – they've already had a down week. They lost a game to App State. Had a not great game against Miami. A ranked team, however. But I don't uh, – I think Arkansas is better than oh, that. Too. Oh, I, I mean, that's oh, I do too. Know. Oh no, no, no question. And when you asked, do you think the SEC is going to consider Arkansas real? I think they already do. Yeah, I think they're the third best team in the conference. Right, Alabama, Georgia, in whatever order, and then Arkansas. Yeah, but I just don't know if they beat the. I Aggies think it's this Georgia, week. Arkansas. No, that's Alabama, how they're ranked right now. I understand. So if Arkansas wins the next two weeks, are they a top three school? <laughs> no, top five. Top five. Not Ohio State's three. still going to be above them. I don't know who else is. I got to look at who else is sitting up at because uh, Bama. Let's say they lose, Bama's going to drop out of the top five. They lose to Arkansas. But I don't. I don't think Arkansas jumps all the way to the top three. I think Arkansas jumps top five. Yeah, it's possible in two weeks they could be top five school. And yes. Yeah. No. Very. Very. They get by this game if, against if they A&M. beat if they beat A and M. And Alabama, they deserve to be top five. Oh, I, I don't argue that. You know, now who's above them in the conference? Is Ole Miss still sitting a spot or two ahead of them? I think Ole Miss is like seventh. Yes, is Kentucky still a spot ahead? Oh, of them? that's it. Kentucky is. That's who's up there. Yeah, yeah. Now, I don't I, see. I'm not believing Kentucky. No, I'm not buying Kentucky. Well, they're in the East. I know, and they got to win over Florida, and that was but fun. They but, could run the table in the East. Yeah, no, they're not going to be Georgia. I pick Kentucky well, right. against Georgia. Florida. 
I know. Picks a Russian. I know. See? <laughs> You can't come back and talk about them after the fact, or they're not righteous picks. Oh, excuse me. You got his. You, you can't just, just wear my hat and just walk you with it. You can't huh? come back and say how smart you were by yeah. making the pick. Righteousness means you don't talk about, it, you don't brag about it. Picks of hindsight are another. <laughs> That's thing. right. We'll, we'll have picks of hindsight later. That's exactly right. Yeah, I, we call that Monday. Though. What do you think about Texas going out to uh, Lubbock? I like the Longhorns. I mean. I think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be fun to watch, and I like the Longhorns. Just don't think Tech's got enough for them. I don't think Tech's can't have a down I, quarterback. Well, I, I I don't run into one of those situations. Do you have enough bodies? Yeah, Texas has a lot of bodies. A lot of bodies in yeah. in the orange and white. Is this Whittington's last year? He's a senior. Who knows? It seems like he's been there forever. Well, I know. I, yeah, I I want to think maybe he's got another. I don't. Does know, he really? But he's just because I guess twenty twenty one. He's got to stay yeah. healthy. Yeah. I mean, that's the deal. For oh, he just can't stay on the field. That's been his problem since he's been down. Did he plays a freshman. This may be he his did. last one. Oh, uh, he, did, but he, you know, he they got up. that super senior deal. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, he, yeah. Well, he yeah because he got injured. Yeah, and so and he ended too. up. Yeah. So he was there in twenty. He was a senior in high school in twenty eighteen. Right. So you're 18, talking about twenty nineteen. Twenty. 21, This is his fourth year, but I think he's got one more yeah, year of eligibility. COVID year. Of course, he could go NFL after this year. I don't he might have to take cut and pay. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, think, <laughs> I don't think he's draftable just yet because of the injury thing. You can get him as a free agent. Yeah. He's not all that. He's, he's a great athlete. Yeah. And if he could stay healthy. I think he comes back for one more year. See, I would do that if I'm See, him. I think he might go as early as the fifth round. Really? Yeah, when he's healthy, he's pretty impressive. But he just can't keep him healthy. Yeah, that's just it. I don't know if I trust his, his I think, medical I think, chart. I think somebody will take a shot at him just because, you know, he was such a player coming out of high school. And when he's healthy, he's produced. Yeah. All right, it's music. That means you got to go away. Josh Richards leaving us. <laughs> See you in two weeks, guys. We'll be right here. Enjoyed it. Well, we're, we're coming up on Grove uh, Gilmer week, huh? That's, that's right. going to be the preview. Holy oh, cow. Oh, yeah. All right, let's take a break. We're coming right back. That's Josh Richard heading out the door, sports editor for the Gazette. Let's take a break. We'll come right back. Leaving the yard, Zach and the Professor. One more segment on the Wednesday version the big show. You stick around. This up-and-down economy with a sense of protecting every penny you worked so hard for to achieve the all-American dream, let Stuart Title with over 150 years title experience handle every step of the closing process to give you peace of mind. The vast resources and customer experience is second to none. If it's your first house, commercial real estate transaction, or refinance, Stuart Title Texarkana will provide that peace of mind. Call 903-832-3720 to schedule your time today. With our RCU's mobile app, you can do your banking from the stands. Need to make a loan payment, transfer funds, or check your balance? It's all right at your fingertips with the RRCU mobile app. While you're there, check out Zogo, the new financial literacy tool that lets you earn rewards and get paid to learn. RRCU members and non-members have access to the Zogo platform at no cost. Download the RRCU app and begin your journey to financial freedom today. RRCU federally insured by NCU. Oh, no. Has this happened to you? Don't throw your phone away. It's 
repairable by Intech Electronic Services. Benji says, Scott has repaired phones no others would touch. Emily said, fixed my shattered phone and it came out looking awesome. From phone screen replacements to micro soldering, they do it all. From auto, don't worry, we'll fix it. Call or go see Intech Electronic Services today for all your smartphone, computer, and game console repairs. 412 Square, Texarkana. And check out their deals at Intech Electronic Services on Facebook. Nukes Eatery, we cater, you party. If you're ready for some football and you want to party, call Nukes Eatery. Whether for college game day on Saturday or the pros on Sunday, Nukes can serve any size gathering with box lunches or soups, sandwiches, and salads. You can also build your own party platter. I'm Shirley Lara, the manager at Nukes Eatery, Texarkana. Let Nukes cater, you party. Order online at nukes.com or call 903-303-2501. Nukes Eatery on Mall Drive at Cowhorn Creek. Feed what matters. When you look local first, you can help local businesses grow and employ more locals, providing direct benefits to our local economy. You know the scoreboard is your place to get all your screen printing done. But did you know they now do in-house embroidery on caps, jackets, shirts, or bags for your business, school, church, or even personal needs? Call the scoreboard on College Drive or online at scoreboardtxk.com. Sometimes in life, a moment in time alters your whole life and forever changes the road ahead. No matter what, we are your good neighbor. Always have been and always will be. This is State Farm Agent Derek McGarry. Please call us at 903-831-2000 or visit us at DerekIsMyAgent.com. If you need secured storage for your vehicles, boat, trailer, personal, or professional possessions, go no further than Lockaway Storage at 927 North Robinson Road, Texarkana. Lockaway Self Storage. Call 430-901-0062 or drop by their convenient location at 927 North Robinson Road, Texarkana. To help your local business community grow, go to LookLocalFirst.com and click on Texarkana. When times get dark, we can't see the help that's all around us. Maybe you're not sure how you'll make rent. You lost your job. When you don't know where to turn, let 211 be your guiding light. Our guides are ready to connect you with the help you need. 211, how can I help you? Call or visit 211.org. 211, get connected, get help. A message from United Way and the Ad Council. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Nickel Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. And how's it going all my life I had to grind and hustle. I had to work like Kobe just to shine like Russell. They say, glad you made it happen overnight. They say, we welcome you back. Ten minutes till six o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor on the fan 1079. Kirk and company tomorrow. Should be chopping here. We'll be continuing our discussion of LA football. We call it Leopard Love. Leopard Love. We yeah. get plenty of Leopard Love. On Tuesday mornings, we get Earl and Tyler in here loving on the Leopards. They so. are loving the Leopards. Yeah. Can't everybody on Friday night, if you want some Leopard Love, and you can get their presentation of that here on the Tishkina Radio Family Stations. In fact, we'll throw them all out there. Don't forget Texas High. Here. Keith and Jason right here on 107.9. Arkansas High. Matt Riddle. And... Uh, I can never remember. Wells. And then something, Brandon or something? Yeah, Brandon Wells. Why not? 
don't know why that doesn't stick in my head. I don't know. I'm going to write it down someplace. Write it down. And when I see him, I remember his name. I don't see him. I can't remember his name. Brandon Wells. Of course, they're over on Real Country, 98.7. So you get all that this get Friday night. snoot full of football we Friday. we got the city covered here. And next week, I don't know. Is anybody playing next week? I don't know. Is everybody got the buy Leopards next? off. Tigers off. Hogs play. No, no. Tigers play next week. Mount Pleasant. Say we were one more team off from me taking off. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, we're off next Friday too. You're right. Yeah, that's right. So, All right. Either way, good deal. Uh, Kansas City Royals. Yeah. Today make the GM firing move, which he had been moved up to president. You know about Mr. Uh, Moore and Drayton. Drayton Moore. It's a great name. And, uh, he had pulled off a minor miracle. He got him to a series. They lost in seven, didn't they? Yeah. To the Giants? Some of the Giants were winning every other year. I think so. And then they won the next year. Yeah. They got the bullpen for the uh, four inning bullpen, which everybody seems to follow now. They did it with uh, some young stars that they were not able or decided not to spend the money to keep. And uh, they just won a series in Kansas City, which is no small task. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Drayton ends up, uh, as he said, we aren't where we wanted to be. Yeah. Which you're going to get lightning in a bottle maybe once a decade and that kind of oh, thing I they're doing. Maybe once every 15 years or so. Well, I didn't say you're going to win a championship. Yeah. I just say you're going to be a contender yeah. once every decade or so the way they're doing it. It's, the, it's you know, the Rays model in effect. Well, so the Rays are different. Well, are. They, they don't gut all the way down to the Royals. And the Royals try to sign free agent guys they think are going to be, yeah. you know, this is the shortcut to try to avoid. In fact, I would say they're closer to Billy Ball than they are the the Tampa Bay model. Because they'll get that older pool guy to come in there that's not at the top of the free agent list. Right. That is a base guy and things like that. Whereas Tampa Bay... Uh, they are so different with their approach in pitching and things like that. They're just very different. And they locked up a long-term star. They went in there last year and have a young guy, and they locked him up yeah. for the next uh, – I'd never see Kansas City do that. No, I, I don't think they would either. And maybe that's part of why Drayton Moore lost his job. Yeah. That may be a thing that he's been staying away from. We don't want a long-term contract commitment. We don't want to put the club in a financial <laughs> The guy that left them, you go, man, they should have locked it up. I love Lorenzo Cain. He was a double hitter. That was a great ballpark for him and all. But did he have the kind of career they should have locked him up long term? You see him Cain a lot. Yeah, no. No. I was disappointed in Milwaukee. Yeah. But he was a little injury prone and a little older. If you look back at that team that won the World Series, I don't see one guy that, boy, they should have really invested in him long term. No, but I think they could have kept the core around for another. Like a three-year cycle. I wouldn't have given tens. I mean, I'm, I'm against ten-year yeah. contracts anyway. I don't give anybody a ten-year contract. But I could see handing those guys. They had, what, Gordon and, and uh, they just said Kane. They had a couple others. Uh, kid now in Kansas City wit. Yeah. I think now's the time to put 12 years on him. No, see, put I'm a not. Put deal on him. You're a different animal than I am. I'm not telling anybody that. The new thing. I know it is. Years on them when they're young. Don't put twelve years on them when they're twenty-six. Put twelve years on them when they're twenty-two. And, and to me, what could 
be the George Brett of this team for the next dozen years. He's a great face. Uh, he's a great ball player. I, I think, and, and maybe that may be a discussion that Moore didn't want to be a part of. Maybe he just, by nature, couldn't put – but I think that's the new thing. You put the money. We saw Atlanta do it with Acuna. Um, we saw San Diego do it with Tatis Jr. Yep. You could argue, well, that's a reason not to right there. But I'm just saying I think that's the new deal. Put money on when they're young. I just don't trust, and, and it may be the Tatis factor. I don't trust young guys to have that much cash in their hand knowing they've got their contract and not being as hungry as you want them to be. See, to me, that's also that's why Tiger was so good early. He signed a $60 million deal with Nike and then we just tried to beat everybody. Yeah, but that's Tiger. He's but, such a rare bird. Nobody else seems to be that guy. It's that guy. It's so rare that we ever see that in sports. How often in sports do we see someone – just be told you never have to worry about a dime again. Well, all of these guys no. are signing contracts that are huge and never have to no, worry. No, no, not no. In baseball. These guys are not signing that kind of money in baseball. Now, if you tell me an NBA first-round draft pick in the top ten, eh, but even the NFL with its slotting, there's so few guys now, post Marcus Russell, that get money that just puts them out of reach. And, and you got to remember, is there early 90s when Tiger signed a $60 million deal. Today, that wouldn't be anything. Well, Today, taxes takes half of that. I, 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 I'm, I don't care about Tiger. I think he's, like I said, I think he's outside the realm of the discussion, but I do think I'm worried about giving a young guy so much money, he doesn't have to do it. We talked about Junior as a NASCAR driver being so popular, so rich. You don't have to risk sticking your nose in there to try to win because why do you have to? I'm cashing a check every time I go around the track. I think the same things with these baseball guys. I want them to be – I don't want them to be like – If you did King, King Griffey Jr., would it be a good investment? Yeah. yeah. That's a guy I would – I'd have given him 10 years. I don't know about A-Rod. I'd have given Griffey 10 years. I'm just saying there's some guys. Not very many. All right, we're done. Back tomorrow. Picks of righteousness tomorrow. Thanks to Josh Richard for coming by.